We've got a ton of great questions from our listeners this week. So many, in fact, that we've got to do a whole show to give the people what do they want. What do they want? They want answers. They want the truth. Can they handle the truth? Who knows? We'll find out in this episode of the My Retirement Clarity Podcast. It's time for the My Retirement Clarity Podcast with Lee Perkins, financial planner and president of JL Perkins Wealth Management. Get ready for a good dose of inspiration, simplicity, implementation, and of course, clarity on how to successfully prepare for retirement and grow and preserve your wealth. Here's Ben George with Lee Perkins. Welcome into My Retirement Clarity. I'm Ben George. He's Lee Perkins, owner and financial advisor at JL Perkins Wealth Management. Lee, people want answers today. We're going to give them to them. Absolutely. Yeah, we got a lot of questions from listeners of the podcast out there starting to stack up a little bit. So I was like, hey, let's let's answer a bunch of them in one show. It should be a lot of fun today. Yeah, we have six total questions we're going to get into. And what I love about this this format is that we get to cover a number of different topics today. So, you know, depending on what's most important to you or what you're thinking about, what you're curious about, hopefully over the course of the conversation today, we'll hit on so many different things. It's something you'll be able to connect to and relate to and hopefully learn something from along the way. If you haven't, please visit MyRetirementClarity.com. That is the website where you'll find all of our podcasts. Also, you can uh, learn more about Lee and his team at JL Perkins Wealth Management. But if you want to actually sit down and have a conversation, and again, anybody that sent in a question, we appreciate it and we encourage anybody else to do that. But if you actually want to sit down and have a deeper conversation with Lee, it's very simple, talkwithlee.com. And Lee, I encourage, we got a lot of good feedback too from the show as evidenced by the questions, but just in general, we've got a lot of good feedback recently. Yeah, it's been good. I, I, I have more and more of my clients who, who are referring to things that I've said in, in the podcast. And so that that's good because because they're learning. And then what's what's even neater than that is when people come in that I've never met before, uh, they can almost sometimes finish some of my sentences because <laughs> they've they've been listening to a lot of the shows. They you know had somebody not too long ago that e- emailed me and told me that she had binge listened to my show. She was traveling somewhere, I think it was, and she listened to all. 49 or 55 episodes, however many, I don't know how many we're at to this point, but she listened to all of them. And I was like, holy cow, did your, did your radio not work? Did you not have music? (laughs) So, but anyway, she's enjoyed it. So yeah, we are glad people are, are listening and uh, we thank everybody for tuning in and subscribing. Well, that's great to hear. And this is episode number 52, Lee. 52. Okay. I thought we were pushing the 50. So we're on the back half on our way to a hundred. That's it. That's we'll it. have to do something special for episode number number 100. Yeah, be- I agree as well. Well, yeah. we appreciate you turning, tuning in to the show and the podcast, and we thank everyone that has listened along the way. Please subscribe to the show, too. If you haven't done so, you can find us on every uh, major podcasting platform. So you'll find us there. Hit subscribe, and you won't miss a single show. All right, let's jump into the mailbag. We got, again, six questions to go through. We want to start off with Angie. She's in Bonaire. She wrote, Lee, I want to start a business for baking and designing custom wedding cakes. And I'd like to put an addition on my home to give me the space to do this. Should I take the money from IRAs or should I get a business loan of some sort? All right, Angie, I love the idea. I love the entrepreneurial spirit that you have. Uh, There's a lot of moving pieces here. Uh, First of all, using your house. I'm not sure about this one, um, meaning expanding, adding on your house or, or whatever. There's certainly some legal hurdles that you probably have to overcome. You know, the health department's probably going to get involved and they're going to insist you use commercial equipment, things like that. 
So it's, you know, they certainly don't make it as easy as you think it would be. I just don't think I would change my house for something like this because there's there's too much that could go wrong. You know, the statistics are stacked against a small business owner succeeding long term. Uh, so if you did this and it didn't work out, then you'd be left with a, with an altered house and that could certainly affect your ability to sell your house in the future. Now, I certainly do, I don't want to poo-poo your idea because I think it could be a great idea. I actually have a client who has done this. She bakes cakes out of her house um, and in the small town that she lives in. She sells those cakes to a a store in in the the little town square. I think that's her only customer. But every time she comes in for a a review with us, she always brings us one of her awesome pound cake. So I think it can be done. I'm just not sure I would reconstruct my house or add on to it for something like that. Now, for the the second part of your question of, of where to get the money, you know, this depends on a lot of things. I'm not sure I can really answer that. Um, certainly it would, you know, I'd have to know how much you need, how old you are, uh, what percentage of your money you would need for the business. So I, I'd probably have to know a a lot more about your situation before I answer your question. But, you know, just just make sure that it is something that you love doing because once you start doing something for money, it's no longer as fun. And I don't want your your hobby that you enjoy to become a job that you you don't enjoy. So good, good best of luck, Angie. Yeah, thank you for that question, Angie. We do appreciate that. And it's a good one. And, and we wish you luck on that journey ahead of you. All right. Our next question comes in from Eric. He is in Macon right down the road from you, Lee. says, I've dabbled in trading options in my IRA over the years, but never had the time to master it. I'm retiring in a year and I feel that once I have more time to spend on it, I'll be able to meet all of my retirement income needs this way. Is that a reasonable assumption? Man, I wish we had a warning sound uh, sound effect in here. If we did, this is when when I would sound the alarm. I don't know why anyone would want to spend their time in retirement learning how to trade options. I, look, I, I, I get it. I mean, some people want to get into the details of investing, you know, more than they currently are, and they they sort of enjoy the chase. That's that's just how some people are wired. But the second part of your question is what scares me about your situation. You said, if you spend more time, you think you'll be able to meet your income needs with it. Eric, my man, don't do it. If you want to mess around with options in some type of play money account, feel free to do that. But don't do it to try to get your retirement income. I can see this going sideways very, very quickly. So I would say proceed very cautiously. I like that. The warning sign. Or yeah. The warning sound. Well, hopefully our editors will pop that in there for us. But Eric, appreciate the question. All right. Christopher's next. He's also in Macon. Says, I'm going to be turning 70 at the beginning of next year, and I'm annoyed that I'll have to start taking money out of my IRA because I won't even need it. I'm sure you have some tips for circumventing this rule. What are they? All right. Thank Christopher, thank you for asking this question. Uh, I've got some some good news and some bad news for you. The good news is that you're not going to have to take that RMD next year when you turn 70. So that's going to work out well for you since you said you, you don't need the money. However, the reason for that uh, is that they changed the rule. And now RMDs aren't required until the year that you reach 72 and not the year that you reach 70 and a half. So I guess that would be the bad news. Um, look, a lot, a lot of people hate taking RMDs for the same reason you mentioned. Um, they don't want the money, don't need the money, and so they don't feel like they need to take the money. The whole purpose of an RMD is so the government can get tax revenue from your account. As far as a way to circumvent it, you certainly have to be careful. You know, there there are steep penalties for not taking your RMD. 
that's actually one of the the largest penalties in the in the tax code. If you don't take an RMD, there is a 50% penalty if you don't take it. So anyway, there are a couple of things you can do. Uh, here's just two ideas. You could do something called a, a qualified charitable distribution or QCD. And this is basically where you can transfer money directly from your IRA to a qualified charity. It's not going to be taxable to you, but it still counts towards satisfying your RMD for that year. There's some certainly, as always, there are some additional rules that apply. And like I said, that that charity has to be qualified and the IRS can certainly let you know if that's you know a qualifying charity that you have in mind. The second way is, is to convert your IRA to a Roth. Uh, and so when you convert money to a Roth IRA, you're going to pay taxes on the amount that you convert. So when you reach RMD age, you don't have to do an RMD on the Roth. The problem with this idea is that you you still got to pay taxes when you convert. And so at, at your age, and I think you said you're going to be 70 next year, it's probably not feasible to convert your your whole IRA to a Roth IRA at once. But for you know any listeners who are out there who may be younger, say 60 years old, you know, for folks that are your age, age 60, we put together Roth conversion plans all the time that are 10 years with the goal being at the end of 10 years to not have anything in an IRA. So it's all in a Roth IRA. Uh, and that way there is no RMD at 72. So anyway, I, I know it's sort of a lot, Christopher. And, and I think this is one that you definitely want to make sure that you get some help on. I don't know that I would try to do some of this by myself if I were you. So give me a call if I can help you. I certainly will. Yeah, you can visit talkwithlee.com to schedule that, that time to, to meet Christopher. But also, you know, if you haven't, please reach out for that ticking tax time bomb book offer. I think this would be a great help for him, right, Lee? Absolutely. Yeah. So it's it's going to talk through some of the conversion opportunities that are out there. And, I, and there's even a section in there on qualified charitable distributions. And so if you want a copy of that book, just text the word diffuse, D-E-F-U-S-E, to 474747. And, and Ben, the reason I, I, I spell the word diffuse, I had somebody text the word D-I-F-F-U-S-E. Yeah. And, and I, that that is a word, but that is not the word that we use for defusing a ticking tax time bomb. Exactly. So yep. D-E-F-U-S-E to 474747. Thanks for that, Christopher. All right. Colleen's next up. She is in Warner Robins. She writes, I'm probably not what you'd consider a very savvy investor. I've always saved a lot for the last 35 years and I have a pretty big 401k balance, but I really have no idea how I should be investing my current dollars or my future savings. Have I significantly handicapped myself by not having more knowledge about how the investing world works? Hey, Colleen, thank you for your question. Um, I, I don't know if you've handicapped yourself at all, because I don't think it's critical that you not know um, all of the details of the investing world. I, I do think you need a base knowledge of what equities are and what bonds are. But I think it's probably more important that you know that you're well diversified among a bunch of different asset classes and that you take the right amount of risk for you. Uh, I, I would highly recommend that you talk to somebody that can help you out with, with this, but you certainly need to find somebody who does more than just investing. And I know that's what you sort of asked about was your 401k. Uh, there's so much more than advise that an, an advisor should do for you. I would say, you know, 15 to 20% of what I do for my clients deals with their portfolios. And the other 80% of my time is spent on the things that have 
more of an impact in my client's overall situation. But, you know, you've been saving for 35 years or so, so you're probably in that realm of thinking about retirement. So, yeah, I would encourage you to sit down with somebody and let's start thinking big picture about things that aren't just related to that 401k because there's a ton for you to consider. A lot to consider for sure, Colleen. Um, and, you know, don't, don't be afraid to ask for help. I'm glad you were reaching out. It's always a good idea to, to lean on somebody that does this every single day, like Lee. Absolutely. Hey folks, Lee Perkins here. If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know how much I hate taxes, and I know you probably do too. Our politicians are completely out of control. Their spending is off the chart, and you've got to be prepared for increasing taxes in the future. So we've written a book called Diffuse, Seven Steps to Protecting Your 401k or IRA from the Ticking Tax Time Bomb. You're going to want to grab a copy of this book and learn how you can protect yourself. Then you'll have to decide if you want to take action right now or if you'd rather wait until the IRS changes the rules of the game. Either way, the choice is yours. To get a free copy of the book, just text the word DEFUSE to 474747. That's D-E-F-U-S-E to 474747, and we'll send you a free copy. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the show. All right, Brad's next. He is in Forsyth. It says, I, they've recently announced at work that our 401ks are now going to have a Roth option. Should I put all my future savings in that instead of a traditional 401k? Brad, I would say congratulations. I, you know, I, I would commend your company for adding this feature to your plan. Uh, there's still a lot of companies that don't offer a Roth option inside of a 401k. And, and eventually, hopefully, the rest of, of the work, workplaces will come around to that because it's, it's, a great, it's a great thing to add. I love Roth IRA money because that money is 100% yours, you, you, meaning you've paid off the IRS and that account is yours, both, both the principal, the, what you put in there, and the growth. You know, if you could wave a magic, a magic wand and make all of your retirement account be Roth IRA right now, that would be great, but that's, that's not how it works in, in the real world. I think, you know, you hear all the time in the media, in the financial media, everybody talks about investment diversification, you know, and I actually just meant, answered a question about it a few letters ago. But what I'd love for you to have and what I want all of our listeners to have is tax diversification, meaning you've got both IRA money and Roth IRA money. It just gives you more flexibility in retirement. So back to your question, how much should you put in the 401k Roth? Well, that's, that's really up to you. Um, I've never met anybody that told me they wish they had less Roth IRA money. Uh, I would say do what you can, but remember, you're going to pay taxes on that money as, as you go in. Um, and one more thing, Ben, that I almost forgot, uh, you know, if, if you allocate 100% of your 401k contribution to that Roth component, remember, if you get a company match, that match is going into the traditional part of the 401k. So you're still going to be growing that part because they're not going to put the company match into the Roth 401k. It's going into the traditional. So I just wanted to make sure that I clarified that. So yeah, Brad, I, I would probably encourage you to do as much as you can to to the, the Roth component, and you'll be glad that you did once you decide to retire. I guess too, Lee, it's a good chance too to maybe point out if you don't know if your company has a Roth option, to ask someone as well, right? Because they don't always they don't, they don't always make that well known. No, they really don't. Um, and and a lot of people get sort of caught up in their what they do at work and those kind of things. And sometimes changes to the four hundred one k plan aren't communicated. Um, you know, may be buried in one of the. 
300 emails that you get in a in a week. So yeah, just reach out to your HR person and ask them if that is an option. And if it is, then you can certainly consider it. Very good. Thank you, Brad, for that as well. Let's uh, wrap things up with Jamie in Eatonton. She says, I look forward to retirement for many years, but now that I'm actually retired, I can't shake that feeling that I'm eventually going to run out of money. Is there any solution for fighting this feeling other than simply spending less or going back to work? Yeah, Jamie, I, I deal with this all the time. I, you know, when, sometimes when people ask me what I do, I, you know, I, I tell people that I, I, I talk to people and, and try to, I feel like I do more financial counseling than anything else. Uh, retirement can be an emotional roller coaster. Um, it shouldn't be, but I know it is for a lot of people. I don't want you to just automatically think that you've got to cut back on things or, or just go back to work. He, heavens, no, I don't want you to do that. Certainly don't. Definitely don't go back to work if, unless you absolutely have to. I think what you probably need, Jamie, is proof. I think you need somebody to sit down with you and show you the details in a, a very easy to understand way. I do this all the time for people, and I really enjoy doing it because many times I'm able to show people that their fears, those, those worst nightmares that somehow always involve running out of money, that those are usually not very likely at all. And we have all the technology and all the tools to stress test various scenarios for our clients so we can give them that, you know, sort of that peace of mind that that they're looking for. And and I'll tell you, man, one of the, the most fun parts of my job is when I'm I sit with somebody and kind of show them that they can retire and just because they they're just caught up in their own world and they're like I can't do it but when we we do the work and show them yeah it, it can actually work and you're not going to have to sit on your front porch and not do anything uh, you can actually live and thrive in retirement it's, it's a great feeling and 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 if you know Jamie if I need to have a conversation with you I can certainly do that that work for you and give you that proof uh, if it's there that that you don't have anything to worry about Indeed. Thank you, Jamie, for that question as well. And it's a common fear. So you're not alone in that and feeling that way. So we appreciate you reaching out uh, to the podcast. If you have a question for us, send it in to us. MyRetirementClarity.com is the website. Or if you just want to talk with Lee directly, if that's easier for you, you can do so at TalkWithLee.com. You can schedule your meeting there. And again, as always, make sure you pick up that Ticking Tax Time Bomb book offer. It's great, very easy, free, simple, text diffuse, D-E-F-U-S-E. To four seven four seven four seven. All right, Lee, going to close it out. Uh, I did enjoy this this format today, and uh, encourage anyone to send in questions. We'll do it again. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, just go to the website. You can there's a button where you can submit questions, and uh, there's no question that is this too crazy. I probably haven't. Uh, I think I've probably to this point heard them all. So I don't <laughs> think I would be surprised by anything you would send in. So yeah, a lot of a lot of fun. Good format. Maybe we'll do this again in a couple months. Absolutely. Thanks, Lee, for the time. As always, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Ben. Investment advisory services are offered by JL Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.